Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 260, recorded live on Sunday, June 10th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who didn't find a guest this week, Dave Pillay. Hi! And the man who's finally going to be able to publish an hour-long episode, Andy Lowe. Hi. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I mean, so it's my fault we do not have a guest this week? Well, I'm just saying, since you had the, you had found I'm, the last two guests... I am the one who is responsible for finding guests? Um, no, since I grabbed Johnny three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And then we had three episodes of 76 minutes each. Yep. You know, we, it really screws with people who depend on us for that one hour for, like, <laughs> exercise or timing or, you know, putting something in the oven. Like, oh, I can put it in the oven and listen to RA Podcast. That's why in the episode description, I put 76 special. Yeah, but Andy, not all of them are going to see that description. I'm going to have to, like, put it in the episode title now? Because I'm thinking, if you download it from iTunes, you'll be able to see that it's 76 minutes long. If you go to the website, you'll look. In the description, it will say, another 76 special. Did I just checkmate Dave? Uh, probably. Yes. I mean, I was just kind of joking around anyway, but sure, I'll give it to you. I will grant you this one, Andy. Awesome. <laughs> so the score is now two, two. I don't know. I'm not keeping score anymore. Billion. <laughs> Wait, ten billion? What the hell? No, it's not that lopsided. No, 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 no. It's not. Although I, I, I'd like to think it is a little lopsided. <laughs> Ooh, someone thinks highly of themselves. No, someone just has a, a memory. <laughs> I don't need a memory. I've got 260 episodes of podcasts. Yeah. Oh, man. Think about how much time we've spent just doing that. And then, of course, I look over at Steam and I see that I've played 116 hours of Civ Five in the last, like, three months. Mm. I don't even want to know what my slash plate is. God, it was ridiculous. When I did my slash plate, I'm like, oh, three days. That's, oh, wait, that's like three total days. Yeah, that's 72 hours of straight gameplay. Oh, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's um, pretty bad. So how's your week? It's been good. Been working. Okay. Have not been paying attention at all to the news. Do you mean the news dominated by a certain event out in California or the news in general? No, mainly the news dominated out in California. Ah, well. As you can see, most of my topics posted. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate we we can't pose ourselves as a gaming slash technology podcast. Um, Neither of us paid any attention to the gaming or technology news. Well, I paid attention to the technology news. It was the gaming news I started. Stayed away from. Because uh, so, you, you can get into sensory overload. Yeah. The amount of information that comes out of it. Imagine being there. Okay. Now, being there back before it crashed. Which I was. That would be complete sensory over. Now it's, I don't know. Especially since um, since Adam Sessler had gotten fired from G4. You heard about that, right? One more time. Adam Sessler mm-hmm. got let go from G4. I thought he left a long time ago. I'm not sure. That's why I was confused. I'm like, wait, but I thought maybe I had misheard you. Maybe it was something that uh, in April. All right. So a couple of months ago. Yeah. I didn't find out about it until just recently. Ah, yeah. So, he, he had been let go a while ago. Yeah. Shows how much I pay attention to that TV channel other than Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh, Ninja Warrior. Have you been watching the new American Ninja Warrior? I know that it sucks, so no, I have not. Uh, it's kind of funny because it's like you're watching Ninja Warrior, but it just seems off. 
Because it's not Ninja Warrior at that point. Why is it not Ninja Warrior? You have people running through an obstacle course. So is the Warrior Dash, Andy. True. Well, An obstacle course does not make it Ninja Warrior. <laughs> when you have the warped wall, the... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, some of it, it it's just like uh, Iron Chef versus Iron Chef USA. It's just a different feel. Yeah. You watch the original Iron Chefs, you're like, oh my god, this is fantastic. You watch Iron Chef USA and you think, what the fuck am I doing? Well, especially the early Iron Chef USAs. The ones hosted by William Shatner? Yes. I'm not even counting those. <laughs> those do not exist. Those are travesties. Those are like the Matrix sequels. What Matrix sequels? Exactly. Although that scene with the caviar was really, really funny. If you have no idea what Andy or I are talking about, go on to Netflix, look up Iron Chef USA, and enjoy. <laughs> with Make sure you get the first season with Shatner. It's got to be Shatner. Yeah, I think those are the only ones on Netflix. This was before it actually officially became Iron Chef USA in like an actual show. This was just a one-off, and then a two-off, and then they started it for real. Kind well, of amusing anyway. to me, because if you look at the Iron Chef stuff... Okay. Didn't that spawn most of what's on Food Network now? It was this idea of a reality food show, not just a cooking show. That's what you, yeah, you think most so, of them just like... You know, Hell's Kitchen, Chopped, things like that. Yeah, the, yeah. the really super popular shows. I mean, those basically owe Iron Chef for their genesis. Well, I think most of the cooking competition shows, I think all cooking competition shows have their genesis back with Iron Chef. Right. Was there any and cooking shows other than, you know, like... Cooking well, with Julia Childs before there was Iron Chef. There was like documentary cooking of, hey, here's how things are made. And there were Food Network did host like the the cupcake cook-off things. You know, who can make the best dessert? Who can make the best pastry? They did those challenges, but nothing like Iron Chef. It, why do we always bring up food? Because <laughs> it's in the morning and we're both hungry. True. I mean, I guess for you it's early afternoon, but we're both hungry. What do you mean early afternoon? It's almost 11 o'clock for you. I call that early afternoon. No, no, no. This is from the guy who I believe um, somewhere in our archive says morning is when you wake up. My life has changed a little bit. (laughs) Why is your morning actually in morning? My morning is usually, well, let's see, for work, my morning has been like 6.30 past week. 6.30. 6.30. I'm late for work at 6.30. Yes, but you took the morning shift, Andy. I know. That that does not... I have a regular day. <laughs> True. I've been putting in like 10, 11-hour days this week and going in on Sunday. That's a little crazy. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I suppose. Salary pay. Oh, ouch. Yep, you do what you gotta do. Thank God for hourly overtime. Mm-hmm. So, if we could get back to um, that big show out in California. That you hate naming, I guess? Sure. I can say its name. Denying its name does not deny it power, Andy. <laughs> so Andy's talking about E3. Yes. The Electronic Entertainment Expo, which happened this past week. Which hopefully you've known about unless you were living under a rock. True. Or you're Andy. Yes. Which who tends to ignore it. Well, I don't, like I said, it, there's, it's just so much information that's coming out all at once that it's... Well, but you could at least watch the press conferences. I'm working during the time of the press conferences. They are recorded. I know, and then I watch them. Okay. Well, I mainly watch the summaries because I really don't care to watch Usher dance. Yeah, that, yeah. Usher performed this year? Yeah. 
did you not watch the press conferences? <laughs> I did not watch the press conferences. <laughs> yes, when it was in the uh, Xbox. Mm. Actually, I, I started to watch the Microsoft conference, and then I said, you know, nah. But I did see uh, the we, – we can kind of start with – Microsoft, if you'd like. Uh, for, for clarification, there are three summaries posted to RA Podcast, all of them coming from the Aristo Gamer, which was a very helpful website and put out some very nice summaries from E3 when very few other sites did. Yeah. So here's what I got from the Microsoft one. Okay. Halo 4. Okay. Lots of new media on the 360. Okay. And smart glass. Is there a bird behind you? There are many birds behind me. Okay. So I'm hearing the random bird whistles. I was like... Yep. I could shut the window. It's like, is Laura playing some weird game? <laughs> bird game? Like, I don't play Angry Birds with the sound on. Is that what it sounds like? No, it's more like... That's Angry Birds. Okay. This is a real bird. I don't think it's angry. I think it's just territorial. Right. Yeah, there was Halo 4. Um, I'm New interested in channels. the um, Splinter Cell Blacklist and Forza Horizon. Yep, I figured you'd see those and enjoy those. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of extra media stuff and Smart Glass. Smart Glass, I think, is, is interesting and warrants a bit more investigation. Hence why it has its own topic? Yes. Well, also, I, I posted that before we posted the reviews of E3. Gotcha. Um, so for those of you who, who have not taken the time to go and read through a bunch of stuff or uh, watch the Microsoft presentation, Smart Glass is connecting your 360 with your Android or iOS device. Which everybody in the business calls a second screen experience. Now, to me, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, Microsoft is pulling a Sony from two years ago. Okay, how so? Well, two years ago, Microsoft came out and they had the first conference and they said, aha, hey, look, we have this awesome thing called the Kinect. And they presented it and it was working and it was full and it was amazing and it, like people went nuts. Although I had still said, like, what the fuck? This is a dumb idea. Okay. The next night, Sony has their press conference and says, we have motion control too. Look, PlayStation Move. You can fire arrows and cast spells. Okay. Right? It was kind of like playing a game of catch-up. Yeah. Okay. Well, Wii U was presented. And in fact, Wii U was presented last year where they said, like, look, we're going to be designing new... They didn't say whether it was a new console or a new uh, controller. Turns out it's a new console. Um, and we're putting a screen on it. And then everybody's like, oh, wait. <laughs> so Microsoft is playing catch-up. But rather than do the develop... I mean... I actually, I have to hand it to Microsoft in this case because I think the screen on the controller, you know, the Dreamcast tried it. Yeah. And it didn't work well. Well, that's because the Dreamcast screen was a little black and white. LCD. Yeah. Or LED. No, no LCD. LCD. Yeah. It was, it was Liquid an crystal. LCD screen. Yeah. Black and white LCD. Yeah. Uh, but, it, I mean, there's, there's an issue of having to watch a 60-inch screen five feet in front of you, and a seven-inch screen one foot in front of you. And it's, I mean, you, you have to split your focus, and you're only going to be using one screen at a time. Yeah. Humans are not good at multitasking. We are not, there's been literally, I think... Many studies. Yeah, many studies that have proven that we are not multitasking individuals. Right. We can pseudo-multitask, but it's still, we are only able to do one task at a time. Well, no. You can prioritize, and there's the whole stuff with the back burner and everything. No, but. no. 
so the back burner is one example. I'm thinking of a much more concrete one. Andy, are you breathing? Yes. Are you talking to me? Yes. Are you doing the two at the same time? Yes, and now you've made me think about my breathing. Damn yes. you. <laughs> hey, oh. guess what else? What? I just lost the game. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm the only one who can ever win the game. You can never win the game. Although I did, I'm, I'm doing some reading. I'm reading Reality is Broken. Okay. The game is not a game. Because for the game to be a game, it has to be voluntary. True. And the game requires that anyone who knows about it plays it. So it's not actually a game. Okay, anyway, uh, Smart Glass. Yeah. Did you watch the video for Smart Glass? The one that was done during the press conference? Yeah, they've got an edited, nice version solely for Smart Glass. Oh, I have not seen that one. Okay. Um, kind of how it, it works is your phone or your tablet will be a controller, a second screen. Okay. And as I said, like you've really got to hand it to Microsoft because they aren't doing the R&D on developing a new touch screen. They know that these are out there in the market. Everyone has one it's not going to cost anything extra it's already there so if the screen's already there why not you know just put the software on it right so there's going to be some software that's going to be communication it's really streaming from the 360 to your device and then it can take input from the device and send it back to the 360 i think one of the cooler examples i saw was um what ea had mentioned they could do with it because microsoft of course showed this around to various companies and said what would you do with this and you have this EA, crazy idea. What are you going to do with it? We're just yeah, I, well, curious. That's, that's pretty much how it works. Is hey guys, we've got this idea. We want to show it. If we were to do this, what sort of projects could you come up with? Because that's who has to come up with the projects. Yeah. So EA took it and said, like, well, let's look at Madden. You have your lineup. You could draw out your play. Now, I see that, and I think, I wouldn't want to do that during the middle of a Madden game. No? Because it will take too much, unless you actually are, like, you know, well, actual... You could- I think call could, a timeout and then do it. I think you could load a play and then edit it is what they're looking at. Oh, instead of just doing a uh, bootleg write, you could do a, a stutter step bootleg write or something like that? Yep. Where you have preconditioned plays and you kind of just modify them on the fly? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, the, it's the equivalent of calling an audible. Yeah. Speaking of, that, was, that actually was another demonstration that they used with a different part of the Kinect and Xbox, which was the voice command. And they had none other than Joe Montana come on the stage and demonstrate it. <laughs> you can actually call audibles in Madden 13. Which, okay, I'm sorry, but I don't want to talk to the TV. Yep. Oh, no, no, it, it gets worse. These, okay, so these were the things I saw in Microsoft Conference that made me just turn it off. Okay. There was calling an audible like that. And you could, you know, other things like hurry up, all these voice commands. Uh, in sprint, Sprinter Cell, Splinter Cell, the blacklist. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a scene where... Uh, Sam Fisher is hanging from the rooftop, yep. and you call to the Xbox, hey, you. <laughs> and the guard patrolling on the rooftop hears and turns and walks over to the rooftop so that you can kill him. So what I'm hearing is, when you're playing this game and you're trying to be stealthy, you should have everybody else out of the room so nobody makes right. any noise. I mean, this is the stupidest thing I've heard. Okay, maybe not the stupidest, but it's a really bad idea. <laughs> it's one of those things where your mom walks in, says something to you, asking you a question. Are you coming to dinner? And then gets you killed because of it. Well, I am now. <laughs> 
Gee, thanks, Mom. I mean, like, I I thought that we we had covered this earlier. I thought we mentioned this is a bad idea. It's one of those things that is really cool for about two seconds, and then the rest of the time will get really annoying. Yes. If there's no other way around it. Yes. Because there is a life outside of the game where things will happen, and now that they are going to affect the game itself... I'm not very excited about it. I, I just want to take my controller with my buttons and have that be my input device. Yeah. My eyes, not my mouth. Not other people's mouths. Yes. I don't want to have to stand or sit the whole time because I'm not allowed to move because that might affect something. <laughs> so, screen, the, uh, the, the smart glass, kind of a cool idea. For things outside of a game, it's a neat idea. Voice command? I'd rather have a remote. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'd rather there's... <laughs> I can... Now, the the, oh. the smart glasses for more than just the game. So they are adding internet, for better or for worse, they're adding Internet Explorer to the Xbox. Which, uh... You will be able to use the smart glass to control it. So it turns into... Your tablet your X- becomes your mouse. So your Xbox turns into your PC, your TV turns into your monitor, and your smart glass turns into your keyboard. Uh, well, it turns into your mouse. Either way, it turns into your input device. Yes. So Microsoft is slowly turning the Xbox into a PC and putting it in your living room. Yes. Who didn't see that one coming? Anybody? Hello? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Sorry, I, I think it's I, a clever idea. I mean, I saw it. We, we all saw it coming, but I think it's yeah. a, a clever implementation. I just want to know if I'm going to be use, able to use smart glass with my PC. Oh, use your laptop as your smart glass? No, use my phone to control my computer. Oh, you mean that way. Okay. I thought you meant using your compu- like a laptop as your second screen, but using your phone to control your computer, that could... Can't you already do that? To an extent, but it's not good. I actually did when I was teaching. I'd have my phone in my hand and I'd use that as my mouse, but it, it was not quick or accurate. Well, maybe now that Microsoft is behind it. Right. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of my hope. So that was basically uh, Xbox. I won't talk about Usher because I thought that was so stupid. Yeah. Some of the things that it's like, okay, the people who really care about E3, the people who are going to, you know, take time off of work during the day to watch these press conferences are the hardcore gamers, quote unquote, hardcore gamers, people who are really interested in the industry and want to know more about the games. When you spend five plus minutes with Usher dancing. And it's not for just dance. No. Which was another announcement. Yes. Well, this one was actually Dance Central, Dance Central 3. Mm-hmm. So he was on there for a dancing game, but still. But he was just dancing. Yeah, he was just dancing. It's what, like, hey, what was he playing the game? I'm not exactly sure. I As soon as I saw Usher was on there, I'm like, oh, great. That's like, when I stopped watching. Next. Yeah, pretty not, pretty not uh, too happy that they, they subjugate us to that. <laughs> Where it's like the thing, it's like, hey, we're going to try and hit everybody at the same time. And it's like hardcore people and people who... Like are, Usher. Like Usher, yeah. It's a... I don't think the people who like Usher are going to be taking time out of their day to watch the press conference where you have Usher dancing. How much money did they spend on getting Usher there to dance that could have been spent on something else? Yep. That's all I want to know. Or, I mean, think about it this way, Andy. If you are a world-famous pop star and a game company and says, we want you to come to our conference 
and perform for us, are you really going to charge them? Or would you just get you know the VIP admission to E3? Well, it depends on if, if it was a conference I would like to go to. If you put it in the retrospective, I was a world-famous pop star. It seems weird in my head. But anyway, um, and I got invited to some like dentistry conference or something. <laughs> then I could see you charging. Yes. So but to E3? On, I, well, it depends on if Usher likes to play games or not. Maybe he doesn't. No, uh, was it Martin Sheen, I think, said that he uh, he had somebody come over to fix his wife's computer. And the guy was all geeked out because he was in Mass Effect 2. <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah, I, um, uh, I've never seen it because he's not um, computer literate. Oh, no. So he hasn't actually seen his performance in Mass 2, but he was, this was before Mass 3 was starting. So the computer guy was like, oh, you guy from Mass 2. And he's like, oh, they're doing another one. Want to come? What? <laughs> yeah, he just invited the, the computer technician guy to come with him for his for Mass recording. 3 recordings. <laughs> this is my plus one. <laughs> and I guess the guy got a job there working for him. Nice. Well, I mean, if you're already a, an electrician or a, a com- not an electrician, a computer technician for people like Martin Sheen, you, you, yeah, you're already yeah. doing pretty okay. So All right, should we move on to Sony? Sony, sure. Um, PlayStation All Star Battle Royale, OMG, WTF, Barbecue, <laughs> Laser Cat goes pew Ro- pew pew, Raffle Copter. <laughs> Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> Why not Nathan Drake? <laughs> and a Big Daddy. It just seems to me like the Big Daddy is, between Kratos and the Big Daddy, I mean, you have literally a, a Greek mythological figure pretty much built for battle, and a genetic mutant also built for battle. These other characters just don't one add One word. One word and one word only. Parappa. Yeah. <laughs> Parappa I mean, the rapper. Is he going to like sing bad raps and drive the other ones insane? <laughs> I don't know. That onion rap was pretty bad. Sly Cooper. It's uh, hey, it worked for Nintendo. That's all I can yes, say. In Nintendo, they are all like roughly equal power. Well, okay, so Falco, not Falco. Uh, Captain Falcon was a race car driver. They they did take a couple creative liberties on that one. But like just, all the characters that Nintendo took were roughly equally loved, certainly within the same range. Yeah. I'm, and I'm talking about the original Smash Brothers, not Brawl, not Melee. Brawl, they, they really did reach. things, And Melee, they did too. Things like Game & Watch. Mm. The Ice... What was it? The Ice Climber ice Brothers? Climbers. Yeah. Well, it's a brother-sister pair. Okay. Yeah. The Ice Climbers. But I mean, you know, Star Fox, Mario, Luigi, Kirby, Link. These were fairly famous characters. Yeah. If you were to go out into the gaming world and ask people who Sweet Tooth is... I don't think anyone under the age of 24 would reliably give you the answer. I just want to know who the heck is going to play as Fat Princess. Really? Dude, I'd, I'd play as Fat Princess. What, what is she going to do? Roll on you. <laughs> I have no idea. I've, I haven't seen anything about how this game is actually going to work. I just know enough to be able to make fun of their choice of characters. Yes. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yes, Assassin's Three Creed Liberation. Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. Handheld game. It's for the Vita. Has a female assassin. Happens. Granted, it's going to be on the Vita, so nobody's going to play it. Hey, hey, there are people with Vitas. True. Four of them. I mean, um... <laughs> 
What is the worldwide sale numbers for the Vita? Um, probably higher than you'd think. Probably not as high as Sony hoped. PlayStation Vita has sold 1.8 million units worldwide since its launch. Keep in mind that's Japan and U.S. and China. 1.8 million units, that's it. There are more copies of Diablo... There are more players of Diablo 3 than there are Vitas. Granted, it's only been March, April, May... It's four months. 1.8 million. There were more pre-orders for Diablo 3... <laughs> Than there were for the Vita. It's... Yeah, that's gonna... That means every single Vita owner could buy Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation and still would not add up to the number of current Diablo players. Yep. They're expecting 10 million total this year, though. That is rather generous. Yes. They're expecting a very good holiday season. Uh, let's see. There will be a new PlayStation certified device on uh, made by HTC, hmm. which I think is very interesting. That is very interesting. What do you think of Wonderbook? I'm not sure what I think of Wonderbook. For those who don't know, Wonderbook is basically, uh, what would you call it, an augmented reality yes. book that you can play on the PlayStation? I think it's, it's a cute idea for a children's toy. Um, you know, I'm expecting them to price it at $100, plus the, what's a PlayStation 3 down to nowadays, like $290? <laughs> I don't know. Call it 250 and I think that's actually yeah. cheap still. No, 250 Okay, so you're looking at $350 for a children's toy. Plus the game. Yeah. So $400. Plus you need the move controller. Mm-hmm. This is adding up pretty quickly. Um, I think it's cute. I think there are better ways to do integrated storytelling. Oh, you forgot about the PlayStation Eye. It needs the eye. Oh, well, mm-hmm. the, the eye is part of the move. Oh, okay. I don't know if they were separate or not. No, you, you need the eye to do move. Um, but remember the, the what's bothering Carl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a much better approach to storytelling for kids. What? Oh, what is bothering Carl? I got that song still stuck in my head after all these years. <laughs> well done. That um, fact that the memory game... Yeah, oh. I, I do think the first book that they're releasing is kind of cute, which is the Book of Spells from J.K. Rowling. Yes. It's a new work by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be all the spells from Harry Potter. Hey, he will teach kids Latin. No, it won't. That's the problem. <laughs> it's... You get most of the spells. No, it's not even the basis. Most of the spells are a, a, a bastardized hybrid between Greek and Latin. <laughs> um, what's that made-up language? Esperanza. Yeah, that's what they need. Spells in Esperanza. The made-up language. Hey. I mean, it's, it's no more made-up than any other language. True. Um, I'm very curious in the new Assassin's Creed Three, actual Assassin's Creed Three. There's lots of play demos of that. Yeah. Naval battles. battles, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to put... Are they inserting an RTS? Is that what it is? No, have you not seen the video? I have not seen the video. Oh, you're actually, like, piloting the ship, and you have to, you know, like, turn in and to and out of the wind, and you actually have to basically line yourself up. One of the scenes, they, uh, you use your cannons to take down a ship, and then you hid behind that ship as it was sinking to line yourself up to cannon fire at another ship. So you were using the sinking ship as cover. Cute. I'd be a little worried about that, because just because the ship 
ship is sinking doesn't mean there aren't people still alive on it. Uh, see, that's the thing. Was once the ships were sinking, they were kind of just, you know, out of the game. And it's like, right. really? They're... And, like, there are still cannons on those ships yeah. that are sinking. Um, generally, to my knowledge, they didn't stop when the ship was sinking. They stopped when the ship exploded because you hit their armory. Yeah. Or they stopped when the ship was sunk. One of the two. Because if if you don't stop and you're like, oh, well, they're sinking, we can ignore them for now. They could, in theory, patch up that hole yes. and then keep shooting at you. They don't even need to patch up the hole. They could just keep shooting at you. If they're going down, they're going to go down with a fight. Right. Well, actually, they'll abandon ship, but... True. They could still get a couple shots off. Anyway, what else? Anything else from Sony's? New God of War. There's always going to be a new God of War. Yeah. Last of Us was supposed to look pretty cool. Oh, yes. Yes, that Last of Us, and what's the other one? Uh, like, uh, Watchdog? What, mm. you didn't like Watchdog? I didn't see it. Oh, that's that's one you should check out a video for. Okay. EA? Madden. Madden. Sim City. Which, okay, so there's going to be a Sim City Social on Facebook. There's Ignore also Sim City S- Social. Sim City. I know the actual Sim City is going to be coming out next year, but I'm saying they're they're doing a Madden Facebook game and a Sim City Facebook game. Yeah. How? How? Star Wars The Old Republic is getting new content. Ooh. Is anybody still playing that? Uh, a couple people here and there. Most of them fled back to Diablo. Who's doing Star Wars 1313? Is that from... That is not Bioware. Oh, is this actually LucasArts? I think. Wow. This is actually... Yeah, yeah. it's LucasArts. Yeah, but that might just be the licensing. Oh my god, it's actually LucasArts. (laughs) Developed and published by LucasArts. You're right. Wow. Cool. Maybe it'll harken back to the uh, Dark Forces... It's actually using ILM and Skywalker Sound. Well, granted, Skywalker all Sound. In-house. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we've got this really high-tech sound production and video production and special effects production company. Should we use that? <laughs> Maybe. Sounds like a good idea, huh? Oh, what was the? Uh, there was a thing I remember on one of the websites where a guy was talking about how you could. Uh, there, the, like the official number one, like. THX Studio number one, like the first THX Studio is actually on the LucasArts Ranch. And, really? Um, there was a, I think there's like a THX website. I'm not sure if you can still do it, but you can actually like post to the THX website if you find any issues with anything that's THX related. Yeah. And somebody was jokingly just kept on posting stuff for the THX Studio number one. <laughs> there was like an internal memo that went out to LucasArts going, okay, who's the wise guy? <laughs> Cute. Have you heard about what Lucas has been doing lately about Lucas Ranch? No, what has he been doing with Lucas Ranch? Or not Lucas Ranch, Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, sorry. Um, so he wanted to build a, a like a theater on the ranch, and okay. the community blocked it because they were worried about property values going down. Because he's building a theater? Yeah, well, he is now uh, donating land from his ranch to build like low-income housing. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. So here, let's. Uh, I, I've pulled up an article on it. <laughs> Sell the like- land to a developer to bring in low-income housing. Other people says this is inciting class warfare. <laughs> Lucas says he just wants to do something good for the community. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't a theater. He wanted to expand the ranch, and people said no because it will. Uh, you know, it, it'll drive down property value, and we don't want it, and et cetera, et cetera. 
Isn't he like, isn't he only like developed 15 acres of Skywalker Ranch and he's got what, like 75 acres or something like that? Uh, you want to guess again on that? That's probably huge, isn't it? What is it? He is over 6,000 acres, Andy. <laughs> yeah, he's only got what, 15 acres developed? So what? <laughs> What is he going to do with all this empty space? Uh-huh. It's a ranch. Well, evidently he's going to give some of it to low-income housing. I love it. Affordable housing on Skywalker Ranch. Opposition for the plan has come mainly from the residents of nearby homes represented by the Lucas Valley Estates Homeowners Association. Yeah. The valley is frickin' named after him. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that's funny. Granted, that kind of reminds me of the... Um, so, my parents live basically down the road from Bob Lutz. Okay. Well, it's kind of down two roads because he's off of Pleasant Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lodi Township, there was, so I think, one of the farmers. I think, like, uh, somebody related to Mr. Fredrickson, if that also rings a bell. Yes. Uh, yeah, go on. Um, he wanted to sell his farm to some developers, and Bob Lutz is like, oh, hell no. <laughs> So I, it, it, in my mind, that's what I'm seeing also is Bob Lutz going to the Homeowners Association meeting going, um, no. no. Nice. So let's see, Ubisoft was next after EA. And uh, anything good come out of Ubisoft? Ubisoft? More, more stuff on Assassin's Creed. Watchdogs, there we go. Watchdogs, uh, Zombie U, a mature game for the Wii U. This is something that I, I do worry a little bit about is this convention of adding a U next to it. Now, thankfully, it's not going to be all the games, but I'm worried that there are going to be enough games. What do you think? I don't know. I'm still distracted by Watch Dogs. Okay. It's like, if you have a game that you play after Assassin's Creed 3, and more people are talking about that, well, they were they were smart to end on that one, because everybody's like, whoa. Assassin's Creed 3 is just kind of the, the wrap-up of the series. They're done with it. I know. Now they're moving on. And I like where they're moving to. Yep. All right, we have Nintendo... And what, the, the Wii, Wii U, U kind of dominated their uh, their showing. Evidently, significantly higher graphics processor than what's been previously out there for Nintendo. Let's see. I'm I'm interested in Wii Fit U and Lego City Undercover. Really, Wii Fit U? Oh, I'm always interested in the how what they're doing with the Wii Fit stuff because you heard about the Wii Fit and then nothing, and then Microsoft came out with the, the what the Nike Plus Connect thing that they mm-hmm. also talked about. So okay, hey, if it can get people active, I'm all yep. for it. So it says the Wii U will support two gamepads. Is that two players or two pads? And there are other controllers. Um, I think there are two pads and there are other controllers. I hope so. Because um, what was the one that they were demoing, that uh, Luigi Mansion thing? Mm-hmm. That had what, like three or four players and one person on a gamepad? I didn't watch Nintendo. Oh. I did hear about yeah. Nintendo Land, though, which I guess is Nintendo's response to Sony's All-Star Battle Royale, which is in response to Smash Brothers. What? Nintendo? I thought it was... The, yeah, Nintendo Land. I thought it was kind of like a... Wii Sports. Yeah. It is. Okay. But it's just the idea of collecting all these characters in one place again, when generally they don't go to one place. Unless that one place is Smash Brothers. I want Nintendo to actually build Nintendo Land. I think I'd go to that. Uh, I don't know if I would. Okay. 
So that's pretty much it. Um, Star Wars 1313 looks really, really, really cool. Looking forward to it. Uh, Dishonored looks pretty nice. Mm-hmm. There's another Metal Gear Solid game coming. Of course. And then you, Andy, said you were really excited for Splinter Cell Blacklist. Splinter Cell Blacklist, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed 3, and Just Us, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Now, here's a, a interesting point. Yes. And this is from Kotaku. Okay. A lot of the graphics shown are kind of beyond the current generation of platforms, like Star Wars 1313. The things that they showed, you, 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 they're pretty sure you can't actually do on the modern platforms. They just don't have the processing power. Hmm. So you're thinking a lot of it was pre-rendered? No, it wasn't pre-rendered. It was running on alternate software. Like, there were uh, PCs in the back saying, here's what it's going to look like. But the, the question is, if that's what they're expecting it to look like, then perhaps they are expecting it on other devices that have not yet necessarily been announced. Hmm. So you're thinking the hardware is already out there and they're just waiting until next year to announce stuff? Well, the dev boxes are always already out there. I mean, think about it, Andy. When the, the 360 was announced, how many games were there? People had to have the stuff to make those games. True. Right? Yep. Developer studios are going to get boxes for this a year, two years in advance so that they have time to actually put together stuff for it. So interesting thoughts. Just kind of out there. It is entirely... In fact, I think it is entirely likely that next year we will see announcements for the next-gen consoles. Didn't somebody just say that it's got, like, two more years left on the Xbox? Okay, so they announce it next year. And they'll have... They'll come out the year after. And it'll be ready the year after. All right, so what else do we have? Um, Well, this one actually just came out uh, uh, yesterday. Yeah. It's not actually on the list, but I'm going to post it on there because we've got some LOL people who are... um, Listeners. Yes. Uh, LOL LOL got hacked. Legends. Yeah. Yes. Did you hear about that? So they had a security breach? Yes, for the European server. Oh, European server. Okay. Never mind then. Still, Riot did get hacked. Yeah, and they weren't the only ones. Not cool. 6.5 passwords were hacked from LinkedIn. How many? 6.5 million. There you go. 6.5 million. These 6.5 million, uh, I believe, uh, came from the iPhone application. If I had read that right, it was the the iOS application was sending information in clear text. Oh, good times. And someone noticed that and started grabbing it. So, yeah, 6.5 million passwords, which is funny because the uh, people found some silly passwords on that list. Yes. Hire me, fire me, kill me. We're all passwords from this list. Recession, welfare, <laughs> anonymous. Oh, that's a fun one. Yep. God, 6.5 million passwords. Granted, it's just the passwords themselves. Yes. So That's still a lot of passwords. Yeah. Like a lot of passwords. Granted, mine was not on the list. Nor so was good. mine. All right. Most popular show on NPR. Yes. Car Talk has been running for 25 years. Car Talk itself has actually been running for 35, but 25 years on NPR. So these guys started in their 40s. Yes. They are now in their mid-70s. Yes. They are pulling out of it. Which I say they had one hell of a run 
Yeah. There was actually um, my my favorite favorite part of this thing was um, WEMU, the NPR station they worked at in college, was the first one in the area to grab Car Talk and had a huge listenership for that. Yes, and so much so that uh, WEMU was like, well, "Wait a second, how come <laughs> we'll we don't have Car Talk on?" Yeah. So they got Car Talk and put it on. I think like an hour before us or something like that. So then oh. everybody switched to because everybody was that's a listening move. to UOM. That's switch a over to us move. for Car Talk and then switch back and then switch back so this way they didn't have to switch yeah they just kept listening to you all that's cheap mm-hmm. oh we were not pleased when that happened i bet but still i also was almost on car talk yep you've lost your chance i know i should just send him an email being like hey um i still have that issue <laughs> guys that never got resolved i am curious what the answer would be i know what the answer is but i'm just curious what the answer is what they will say it will be yeah plus i just want to hear them rip on my car which is has a 265,000 miles something like that <laughs> what a run though what's great though is they're not actually going to be off the air because they have 25 years of episodes they're going to literally just start rebroadcasting yes wow I mean, go for it. They've got the, the backlog. Well, they say that I think they can go, uh, what is it, like five years or something like four or five years before they'll have to like restart the loop of old episodes. Well, they should be able to go for 20 some years. <laughs> well, no, but they're, they're taking only some of the, they're basically taking the best of, of each episode and they make, combining those together. Oh God. <laughs> Okay. I think they have like 1,200 hours or something of recorded episodes. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're what, like a fifth of the way there? (laughs) I don't know. We've been doing this for almost five years. Yeah. 50 total days. Of episodes. Of episodes. God. Impressive. Very, very, very impressive. Firefox 13 is out. Yes, I'm using it right now. I'm not using Chrome. <gasps> God. One of the, I was trying to help one of the guys use Chrome during my computer class. I'm like, why the hell are you using Chrome? Why not? Because I got tired of Firefox updating every month. <laughs> what the hell with this? I just installed Chrome, and you know what? It works. I have Chrome now, but the only problem is I'd have to go hunt down all the add-ons that I'm using for Firefox for yeah, Chrome. Yeah, no, I, I just stopped using add-ons. Chrome just kind of works. There are a couple that I missed from Firefox. Like what? Uh, I had an add-on where I could right-click and drag, and it would select and open any link in the box oh. that that creates. That's actually not working in Firefox anymore. Yeah, like it stopped working six versions ago. <laughs> so last year. <sighs> What was the name of that add-on, anyway? Like, open the mall or something. I miss it. It was a really good add-on. 49%. Excuse me. <laughs> um, 49%. Yeah, you can mark that one down, Andy. Nope. Aw, oh, crap. <laughs> 49% of U.S. households have a game console. With the average number being two game consoles. I would like to clarify what they mean by game console, because I assume they mean current generation Wii 360 or PS3. Okay. I assume. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I'd have to open up a PDF to read the actual study, but I don't want to do that because... You're recording. Yes. Yes. I don't see the actual PDF. Where is it? Well, you have to go to the news release on the ESA's website in order to actually get the actual uh, 2012 report. Why didn't you just link the ESA's website? Do you want me to link the ESA's website? Yes. Oh, fine. I'll link the actual ESA press release. Good. Do-do-do-do. Okay, there we go. All right, I linked the actual ESA's website. 
Which actually lists the 2012, the oh, actual... Oh. Yeah, it just says dedicated game console. That's... Okay, wow. I would have thought the actual numbers would be higher then. Although it's mm. probably not... Well, okay, so it's dedicated game console. So PC gamers are not counted. No. Uh, people with tablets and mobile phones, not counted. So this is an interesting number, but it does not paint the complete picture. Nope. Okay. So their actual PDF study looks like they just did a bunch of infographics. Yep. It's still half of America. Well, close to half of America. Yeah. 49% of households. Crazy, isn't it? A little bit. Okay. What else? Um, this week was World IPv6 Day. This week was World IPv6 Day. Do you mean to say World IPv6 Day was this week? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure if you meant that or if you meant the entire week. No, just the one day. Okay. So, yeah, IPv6. Um, the, my, I mean, it makes no difference to the end user. No. Right? Well, I think there's uh, some of the, uh, I think, was it 1% of, like, Time Warner's co- uh, customers or Comcast or something like that have now switched over to IPv6? 1%. Okay. But yeah, it's, it was a big thing. IPv6 day, okay. Didn't notice anything different. Neither did I. I'm guessing that the big companies like Google and everything. I mean, behind the scenes, there was probably a lot of work, but end user made no difference. I do enjoy the fact that they call 4.3 billion, uh, sorry, the, what is it, 340 trillion, 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 essentially unlimited. Guys, come on. This is what we said about 4.3 billion. You, you can't just say this is unlimited. There is a limit. <laughs> never learn. They never learn. <sighs> and I think that's pretty much a transit of HST. Oh, yeah. The Hubble. Yeah. Somebody caught the transit of Hubble during the transit of Venus. Really? Yep. So, yeah, somebody. The little dot is above the big dot? Yeah, if you see the the link there, the big black circle is Venus in front of the sun. And then there's a very tiny dot. Yeah. Well, there's actually a bunch of them because it flew by so quickly because it was traveling at 750 uh, kilometers a second. Or, sorry, 7.5 kilometers a second. So the camera was running at 10 frames per second and caught nine pictures of it. So it basically was one second and then caught the Hubble telescope. The Hubble telescope went across the entire sun in one second. Yes. Wow. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? That's pretty cool. What's also crazy is Apple got a patent for their uh, MacBook Air. Yeah. <laughs> the patent was for the wedge shape of it. What? Yep. Oh, for the love of God. They were granted a design patent for the MacBook Air's wedge form factor. This is getting out of control. Not only that, the patent was titled just electronic device. So, if anybody comes, technically, any lap, <sighs> any laptop that comes out with that wedge design, which every single... Netbook. Or ultra book, or whatever they're called, the super lightweight ones, that comes out, all of them basically have this wedge design. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Okay. And now... I, I say that a lot. This is not the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but this is a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. So God. now all of the laptops that are out there that are already made are now copyright infringed. Goddamn Apple. I think this actually would include the, the razor blade or edge or whatever they're calling it. I don't know. Anything that's got that whole wedge shape. What the are they laptop. defining as a wedge shape? Literally the... Like, it, wait, isn't a wedge a simple machine? Yes, but the Can wedge... Can you actually patent a simple machine at this point? Can no, I go but... and... And patent a screw? They are they patented the form factor so it looks like if you if you made so something I'm going here's what I'm going to do, Andy. I'm going to go and patent a series of steps 
like actual physical stairs that spiral around a central pole. If they're somehow new, then yes, you could do it. Patent anything that's rectangular shaped. <laughs> any any electronic device that's that has the shape a, of a brick. Yes. <laughs> I would like to go and patent any electronic device that has two metal prongs sticking out of it. <laughs> Potentially three, but that one's optional. I'm going to... Dave Pillay just patented the entire U.S. electrical system. <laughs> like, this just is not cool. I can't believe they're, they're awarding patents for this. It... Patents should be out there to protect innovation. Form factor is not necessarily innovation. Uh, I don't know. Did you see anything that was a laptop that was wedge-shaped? Prior to the air? Prior to the air. My guess is no. No, but I'm sure there were designs for it. And, like, this is... Mike, my only question is, how come this design patent was given now? And, uh, right. I mean, if they had patented this first and then produced it... Really? Okay, this was filed in October of 2010, and it was finally given out now. Two and a half years later. Rawr. I just think this is a bad idea. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yep. So are you ready for a larger iPhone to come out, Andy? They're coming out with a larger iPhone? There's talk that the next Apple release will be a four-inch screen iPhone. God, what is... <laughs> We're moving in cycles now. We had the cell phone that was really big, and then we got really small with, like, the Motorola Razor. I think that was the smallest one that they had yeah, form factor-wise. And now we're just slowly growing the phone back up again. Yep, you got it. Oh, it's, oh, I don't like it. Yep. I'm just thinking of all the, the, okay, women's pants, their pockets are not that big. No. So where are you going to stick a four-inch iPhone? The purse. Granted, you're right, purses are now getting freaking huge. Right. It's still a rumor. There's no proof. And if you recall, Jobs was adamantly against the idea of a larger iPhone. It's because of the thumb. That's actually what it was. The amount of design that went into the size was conscious, intentional, and purposeful. Now that he's dead, free reign on the iPhone. What's Job going to do now? hmm? Yeah, I mean, like, my phone, my my wonderful little G2, my thumb can reach every part of the screen comfortably with very little other motion. Make the screen any bigger, I can't do that. Oh, on a side note, um, Facebook announced an app center. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, really, Facebook Meh. app center? So, yep. what, an app store for Facebook. But Meh. what do you have there other Meh. than games? Meh. It's like you, you have Spotify. Okay, I can do Spotify from my computer. Where I also do Facebook. Uh-huh. There's a Hulu app. Okay, I can do Hulu from my computer. Yep, I don't think they thought that one through fully. No, they're they're kind of panicking over there anyway. <laughs> What's the stock price at now? Tried 26 bucks. 27 bucks. Oh, I was close. So it went up a little bit. Yep. Still really far down from where it started. Did you hear that NASDAQ was actually going to be paying people? I think really? they set aside like $40 million to pay investors who got screwed when basically Facebook shut down NASDAQ. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. $40 million, which is probably for the NASDAQ, is chump change. Yeah, I laugh at that. So now should we move on to... Um, I think so. My random review is called The Ball which anybody at PAX knows is not the ball. The ball was a big blue ball at PAX. All hail ball. All hail the ball. No, it was just all hail ball. It's just all hail ball. Right, right, right. My bad. This one is actually uh, a game developed by the same guys who did Red Orchestra and Dwarves. 
because it ends so, in a question mark. Yeah, I, I love that you 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 pronounce the question mark. Well, why it's in there? Why not pronounce it? Well, there's also an exclamation point. Dwarves? 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 I'm Ron Burgundy. Can't believe they're doing a sequel to that. Moving on. Sorry. Um. So you are exploring. This is the premise of the game. You're exploring ancient ruins in like Mexico or South America, that sort of thing. Yes. And you fall down into a pit. Okay. And you can't get out. So okay. you start exploring this pit and you stumble upon basically a gun and a big, huge ball. We're talking like it's bigger than you ball. Okay. And this gun can control the ball. It's kind of like controls the ball because it's it's sort of like a magnet where the gun you press one button and the gun will attract the ball to you. You press another button and it will repel the ball away from you. Okay. So it sort of has uh let's say portal meets super monkey ball for a bit. Okay. Where you have physics based puzzles that you have to deal with this ball. Like the the ball you use to put on uh, pads that are weighted that will open doors or use the ball to power certain things. So it starts out basically as a physics-based game. Mm-hmm. Like Portal, but with a giant ball. But then later, um, you start getting attacked by, like, zombies and mummies and a giant undead gorilla. So you actually have to use the ball. As a weapon. As a weapon. So not only are you doing, like, physics-based stuff, but you also have to use it to basically defend yourself from being attacked. Okay. So you could use it as a shield in case you're getting attacked by arrows or monkeys. You can use it to roll over the zombies that are trying to attack you. You can use... What's really great is the gun, though, also has, like, a charge-up mode. So in case the ball's on the other side there and you're getting attacked, you can charge up the gun, basically use it like a... Almost like a... Not a nail gun. One of those things where it, it like will pound really hard like an automatic hammer right jackhammer so, yeah so you, it will act like a jackhammer and just launch the zombies across the screen okay this does sound like kind of fun thing yes and this I originally got this game as part of the potato pack and we'll say it's one of the few games from the potato pack i have continued to play well that's good so not only if you get the game now there's probably you can also download the portal-esque levels which are interesting because you're in ancient mayan ruins and all of a sudden you stumble onto portal levels you're like what is this but that's a whole nother like subsection. They have like challenge maps like Portal, that sort of thing. Cool. So that's it's it's a neat game. It's twenty bucks right now, so I'm a little iffy on that price because it's only got about eight hours of gameplay, which could be decent. I haven't actually finished it yet because the um, the enemies are getting a little bit tougher. Mm, game's getting a little harder, huh? Yes, because it started out easy. I'm like, oh la la la, this is no problem. Then I start getting attacked by zombies and mummies and everything. I'm like, oh. And then the monkeys came, and oh, The monkeys? Yes. Oh, dear. There are monkeys. And it, yes, and there's a giant undead monkey, which I haven't actually gotten to yet, but I know he's coming. You know what's next? What? Ninjas. <laughs> Ancient Aztec ninjas. And then ninja monkeys. <laughs> Ancient Aztec undead ninja monkeys. And then undead ninja monkeys. No. <laughs> I don't and then think pirates. Going, but no, there are no for underground. And then monkey the, pirates. Where are the? Where are you going to get these monkey pirates? Ninja underground. monkey pirates. In fact, there, we are nowhere near water. Well, actually, there is water. Never mind. Ancient undead ninja monkey pirate. No, but it's fun if if you like it. It does. It doesn't have the humor of Portal, but it has that sort of. It doesn't have the humor, but it has puzzles. Okay, so so same feel, just no humor. Yeah, I see. That's what I thought of when I had it. When I was playing it first, I was like, oh, so this is sort of like Portal, except no portals and no GLaDOS. 
in your ancient Aztec Inca sort of area. Hmm. With ninja monkeys. There are no ninja monkeys. Yet. <laughs> that is true. It does have Steamworks integration, so you probably could reskin the monkeys to look like ninjas. You could reprogram the monkeys to act like ninjas. If you had time, yes, you could do that as well. So that is my review. It's It's been out for a while. It's 20 bucks. So that's, that's what I'm a little weary on is the price. Mm, that does seem rather high. Yeah, if it was half of that, 10 bucks, I'd say go for it. But 20 Well, you know what is coming up. The Steam sale? The Steam sale. So yes, it might be on that. Granted, it was on the last Steam sale as well, so who knows? So watch out. Yeah, it might be on this one. Who knows? If it is, I'd say pick it up. If it's Yeah, if you ever find it on sale, pick it up. If you have an extra 20 bucks you found in some coat pocket or something, pick it up. Gesundheit, mind you. Well, that wasn't you. That was probably uh, Laura. Yeah. Okay. Well, I said Gesundheit. I will pass that along. At any point? After after we finish. Hey, Laura, remember when you sneezed like 10 minutes ago? You know, if you didn't keep derailing us like this, we could be done. Fine. Okay. So, the ball. If it's Worth on getting. sale, pick it up. Right now, I'm a little leery on the price. But there you go. Okay. So. Random topic. topic. Roll ahead of time. What lesson from your past will you pass on to your children? I mean, hopefully most of them, but generally they don't listen. Do your freaking homework. Really? That's the lesson you'd, you'd pass on? <laughs> Do your homework. Lesson, that's the lesson that has screwed me the most. Oh, Andy. What did I graduate with? A 2.2, something like that, in high school? Graduated college with a 2.7, I think. I'll have to double check that number. Let's see. What would I pass on to my kids? So, yeah, that... Uh, I look things up, research, investigate. That's what I would pass. That's what I want to pass on. Investigate. Be curious. Yeah. Yes. Be inquisitive. I like even right now. I have I have a lot of um, clients who come and be like, you know, what's the answer to this? I don't know the answer to that, but I spend about three minutes with the system playing around, and I can find the answer to that. Be self-reliant. That's another good one. Mm. It's the fact that, you know, you should know how to change the tire tire iron your car. Yes. You should know how to replace the wiper blades. Yes. There are things that, if you once you learn how to do them, can save you money and or time. Maybe, maybe not time. Depends on that. But it was like, when I first got my Benz, I had to replace all the brake pads, all the calipers, all the rotors, the, the master cylinder, and the vacuum booster. The shops I took it to were quoting me prices in the thousands of dollars to do that. And it cost you, what, like 200 bucks? I think about $300 by the time I got all the parts done. Yep. So I saved myself at least uh, almost a grand, if not a grand itself. And I learned how to do that on my own. So now if I need to replace the brake pads on almost any car, I probably could do it. Drum brakes, no. (laughs) Those, oh, don't... mm. Not so much. No, but okay. calipers and rotors, that's easy-peasy stuff now. It's, I learned how to do it, and I did it by myself. Yeah. Learn, learn how to not have to rely on other people. But be able to. But be able to. That's yep. the thing. Sometimes you got to trust other people to do their part. Yep. Because you can't do everything yourself. I think that that's pretty good. But still, do your homework. Oh, that was the one thing my parents were at every single parent-teacher conference. They were just like, well, let me guess. Didn't do his homework. <laughs> he didn't do his homework, but he's great in class, and he's passed all the tests. Just didn't do his homework. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, poor Andy. Ah, I'm doing my homework now. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> Going back to community college, and I've 
uh, had a four point in my welding class, and I, I am currently got a hundred percent in my computer science operating systems class. So good, good, keep it up. But now, speaking of self reliance, I'm probably going to end this recording so I can go outside and fix the hood release cable. Okay, it's cheap. Sounds good. I will be going back to work. I'm sorry. Yes. Granted, I'm going to be working next weekend, so I know that feeling. Granted, I get paid overtime. I get paid salary. Yeah, you get benefits. I have I benefits. <laughs> like, I, you, you don't want to get into this. No, I'm going to lose in this argument. I'm just saying, at the moment, yes. I'll be getting paid overtime. Yes. Yeah, that's the closest I can get. Yes. All right, Dave. It's been fun. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.